Welcome back to the Talk and Chop podcast presented by the folks over at Chief of Staff KC. This week we're joined by our good friend Jared Keneally, uh, Chief Development Officer over at Asset Management Group. Jared, thanks for being with us this week. How's your uh, week going so far? Week's going all right. Uh, rough start to it with the loss, but yeah. uh, <laughs> very happy with where, where it's starting. So yeah. where the rest of it's going. Awesome. awesome. Uh, well, the Chiefs dropped their first game of the season uh, to the Las Vegas Raiders, forty to thirty-two. That's always a heartbreaker. Why the, to Raiders? the Raiders? I know. Why man. the Raiders? Um, actually, it was Mahomes' first loss by more than seven points of his career. Uh, the Chiefs D just couldn't hold down the Raiders' offense, uh, which is not what we really expected to happen after mm -hmm. that performance last week. Um, and they kind of beat themselves on offense with some really bad penalties. Uh, but we'll get into all of our takes on the loss, uh, plus our fantasy picks of the week and our week six preview against the Bills next Monday night. Uh, but first, we're bringing you our positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Uh, we're your uh, local trusted talent scouts, and we'll find you the best accounting and finance, admin, operations, HR, sales, marketing, and admin candidates Kansas City has to offer. Lucas, what do you got for us this week? All right, we've got a new one. Um, it's actually a, a position open due to growth. I filled the position prior, and the person that's still in that role is, is absolutely killing it. She's loving it, and so I, I will vouch for this company uh, with benefits, compensation, all of it aligns to make it a really competitive package. Now, as far as to make sure you're qualified for the position, two to five years of experience in a high-volume accounts payable processing position specifically construction manufacturing distribution any of those industries would correlate but even if you're outside that please give me a call we'll see if it lines up you know the biggest thing here would be location in johnson county and you're really going to need to kind of fit culturally and your personnel is going to need to mesh well with this team so we'll kind of discuss more what that looks like and and if you'd be a good fit um, at your earliest convenience give me a shout Awesome. Um, and then I'm going back to the sales engineers that I had brought up. I, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, uh, but we have positions open in both Kansas City as well as Springfield, Missouri. Uh, they're both entry level and experienced engineers. We have multiple positions open. This company's hiring like crazy um, and they're doing a really good job of growing right now. So uh, any degree in engineering, any experience within engineering um, and someone who's outgoing, good with building relationships and communication skills uh, is really what we're looking for on that. Um, really low barrier of entry uh, to get an interview with this company. So give us a call uh, if you're still in the job market on the engineering side of things. Uh, but those are our positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff, Casey. All right, talk and shop a little bit, Jared. So I've known you for quite some time now, dating back to junior high days. And, you know, you taught me a little bit in, in class, you know. And, and so, you know, now we're here, we're talking business, and you've had this awesome story of transitioning from the teaching world to the business world. Um, you know, that can be hard for a lot of people, but you've clearly made it look fairly easy throughout the years. You've told me a few stories, and, and I'd love for you to share, you know, us, with us your career transition. Yeah, uh, so went to Northwest, was a teacher, uh, very much to, you know, I, knowing, knowing it wasn't a secret, I was mm -hmm. a teacher to be a coach. Yep. I believe sports to be transformational and coaching to be transformational. And I loved teaching, and I, and I grew to love it and did it for 11 years. But my wife was a teacher, too. And by the time we were done with our two kids, uh, we were, and she was staying home because her salary was really only covering child care for two kids. Sure. Uh, family of four on a teacher's salary was going well and could have kept going. But I had a moment. Lots of times change is forced upon you. Mm -hmm. And when my head coach left, I had a chance to go with him. I had a chance to take a different role with the new staff. I had a chance to go to a new school and be a head coach. Um, and so I just emailed some friends and said, hey, if I ever left education, this would be the time. I'm starting to say no to my kids a little more often. I'm starting mm -hmm. to see a little bit of the 
where my passion might be hurting some some opportunities for my family. Sure. Um, and as a teacher, you have this real fear of you know we we joke, but we call it the real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know that uh, and you hear the the joke, those who can't teach. And so in your in your head, you not sure you have value. Right. And so I emailed 10 friends and said, hey, I think I have a skill set that might be marketable. I don't know what's out there. And it was a huge moment for me. I was 32, and I got back seven job offers. And wow. they all said the same thing. <laughs> they all said, you don't know squat about tech, about uh, recruiting, about all these types of things. Um, but you have a character and energy level that will translate. And I can teach you the business. I can't teach your energy and your focus and your right. character. And I was like, holy crap. And my wife did a great job. She crossed off five names. And uh, she said, you can't follow those people. She said, you can follow these two people. Mm, And um, those are the two that I reached out to and said, okay, what's the next steps? Uh, One was an event production company here in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And the other one was where I'm at, Asset Management Group. But at the time, they wanted me to be a property manager. Mm. And the night before the interview, I looked into property management finally. (laughs) And I was like, oh, um, I don't think that's what I want to do. And I called my friend at 10 o'clock at night and said, no, I don't think that's what I want to do. He said, I still want you to, to meet my boss. And my friend is a ride or die friend, you know, stood up at my wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, he's now the COO of Asset Management Group. And, and um, he stuck his neck out for me because he made me interview with the owner without me wanting the job because he said, Jared's our people. We right. want Jared here. Sure. And um, at the moment, uh, Zach, the owner of the company, made up the job. He said, you don't know it yet, but you're a business development guy. Okay. Um, I turned him down again. And I went home and I Googled the word. Didn't know what it was. <laughs> Uh, sat around with the teachers the next day and told them, um, you know, hey, I think I just like drink coffee and, 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 and develop business, but I was told don't sell. I'm like the old about to retire teachers like, that's a made up job. That guy, you're probably going to jail. It's like a Bernie Madoff thing. And it was like, because our world is so small. And uh, fast forward, um, ended up getting a really cool opportunity. Um, got to sit at the right hand of, of the two guys who run the company um, for a long time. And just kind of hopped on a rocket ship. They were already going. And then I got to kind of be the face of that rocket ship. Sure. I, I, I got to be a part of that. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of the walking billboard for our company. Um, and then we've grown that. So really, who do you know? Yeah. Um, and and Josh and I, just a, we'd been friends for 11 years. Uh, for longer than that. But for 11 years, we saw each other maybe once a quarter. Sure. Um, but... He stuck his neck out for me when it mattered, and that's how I got the job. Um, and I'm a firm believer in relationships. Of yeah. So. Well, and you started out in what 2017, according to LinkedIn, yep. and like strategic partnerships type of title. Mm-hmm. Then you've worked yourself into CDO, Chief Development Officer. Yep. Has anything transpired over that period of time? That what, what type, your duties have they changed? Your responsibilities have they changed? What, what did that look like? Yeah, I would say similar to Josh. Uh, I uh, met Chris Binkley. Uh, Chris Binkley was looking to learn a little bit about real estate. Thought he might want to get into that. Was changing was changing jobs. And mm-hmm. at the at the talk, it was just me helping him. Mm-hmm. And I left and I called Josh and Zach. And I was like, Hey, we need to hire this guy. And they were like, For what? We don't have a job open. I was like, mm-hmm. We just need to hire him. And mm-hmm. I was like, For my job. And they're like, Well, what are you gonna do? I was like, Yeah. It'll just be two of us. And then they came back and like, hey, you need to build a team anyway. Okay. And, and there's, a, there's a big thing, right? When I'm out there meeting people, if you meet people, but people like Jared, but they don't know AMG and AMG is operating because we're operators. We're not out there in front of people a lot. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's cool to have another one that they're like, oh, I ran into Chris at something else. And then they're like, oh, it, it, the story does jive. That company is what it is. There's two, there's two out there. Now we've got yeah. Katie in our office and, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get my COO out in front yeah. of people, my CFO out in front of people. Um, because I think our story sells. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, you know, real quick, what do you look for in potential partners? What do you look for? In, 
characteristics, traits, you know, and, and how do you go about creating those connections? Yeah, um, transparency and really strong communication. Business is mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. People mess up. Own when you mess up. We're going to own when we mess up. Clearly communicate it. Don't hide it. Say it the minute it happens. Offer what's going on. We're going to do the same thing. Uh, property management and uh, real estate is full of really hard things. Um, and when people are also trying to cover it up or blame game, it just mm-hmm. makes everything way more complicated. So transparent, consistent communication, honest feedback, and we can work with you forever. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so ever since we met last year, I've always kind of admired your approach to business and I appreciate you kind of sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, to me, like where we found really good common ground is just in our in our kind of approach to connecting people mm-hmm. uh, and really just kind of going about that in a genuine way. I've always admired uh, the way you kind of go about that. And a lot of times when you set up meetings with people, there really isn't like a, you know, a <laughs> yeah. goal in mind. It's just, yeah. hey, you know, you're the right type of people that would enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of times, a lot of good business comes out of that. Um, so what, I, I guess my question for you is like, what um, advice do you have to young people um, in terms of them getting out and networking and connecting? I think you hit on it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's hard. It's getting harder and harder as I have more responsibility. But mm-hmm. no, no first meeting is a bad first meeting if you if you have an open head and an open heart, um, mm-hmm. and if you're transparent and, and um, know how to talk to people. Right. Um, cast your net wide, meet people um, because there's a million different things that you're looking for. Not just a role, not just a certain type of leader, not just and, and the more people who know what you're looking for, and the more people who know who you are, the more people have your name on your lips. Uh, on their lips, and, and you get more and more opportunities. Um, and the truth is, it's just fun. It's rewarding. Uh, we were built to be relational. You know, humans mm-hmm. seek interaction, and the yep. more you do it, you will be fueled. Yeah. And, and I get that some people, person, people can wear them out, but you will find different fuel and in different interactions, mm-hmm. and more people will know what you're looking for, know who you are, and they'll mm-hmm. they'll trumpet what you need too. Right. Um, you know, cast. A, it, it's so fun to meet anybody and everybody. Yeah. Um, there's no bad meetings. Yeah, I agree. And then uh, the other thing that we had talked about not too long ago is that you kind of enjoy being more of a behind the scenes guy. Mm-hmm. Yet uh, you also talk about being like the walking billboard for your company. So <laughs> how does that kind of work together? And I guess, why do you enjoy being I guess, a, a bit more behind the scenes, more operational? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, historically, um, it's fun. I've been I've been tasked with growing a company. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we enjoy kind of being a company that's not going to be, you, you don't see us with much of an ad buy or any marketing. Um, even this is slightly out of my comfort zone. Yeah. This is the second one I've done. Appreciate and it was, you. And it was hard, yeah, it's hard for me. Thank you. Um, but, the, but the truth is, it is still our job to grow it. Um, and it's my job to, to make it known. Um, so that's a that's a balance I walk all the time. Right. Um, but really, it's, you know, this doesn't have to be, I don't have to go out and tell you to go buy real estate with asset management group and go do all that. <laughs> I would rather if what we're saying here and how we communicate works and you reach out to me, more than then we're gonna meet for the right reasons right and we're gonna we're gonna find business for the right reasons and so it's it's finding the right things that aren't even necessarily about real estate that aren't even necessarily about stuff um, to do that uh, and then just like I said I didn't understand that the teacher ministry background of just hey oh you need to know so and so was a business that that I was doing that all the time as a teacher and right. Zach looked at me and said you're gonna do the exact same thing only they're gonna say Jared who works at AMG and my company is going to get elevated because you were just living your life. Right. And it was like, okay, deal. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, we always do this um, first down sack and Hail Mary. Mm -hmm. uh, we like to correlate it to business. First down is going to be a recent success that maybe led to more sequential success. Um, sack or botch snap, just something like a minor setback hurdle that you've had. And then a Hail Mary, Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill style lofty goal that you have for yourself uh, with AMG. So we'll start with the first down. Yeah, uh, first down, I would say we're, we're as a company changing some processes and we're putting them into, into play right now. Um, and so it, it looks minuscule, but man, it could be huge. And it, you know, it's that mm -hmm. it's, it could change the way we do everything. Wow. Um, and it's just a, it's a small administrative change, yeah. um, as to how we handle our capital stack. And it's, it's a big chain mover for us. And it's going to be, you know, no one else is going to look at it. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, as a coach, you watch a play and like that changed the game. Yeah. Like this could change the game for <laughs> yeah. us. And we we're rolling it out this week. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, what about exciting. a minor setback, sack, you know, something along those lines? Uh, the 1st of August was uh, the biggest setback I've had in my three-year career in real estate. And uh, um, we took a big sack and just had – we had a bunch in the pipeline, and it all died in a seven-day window. Oh, wow. And not for any terrible, you know, forecast of, oh, the market's sure. this. For multiple different reasons. Three big deals all died for very normal reasons, but they all mm. happened in a short amount of time. The timing. Um, but you know what? When that happens – you get a little desperate, and you um, work a little harder than you worked in, in the past. Mm -hmm. And you, you'd like to think that you don't um, rest on, you don't get lazy. Mm -hmm. But I think I'd, I had. And by the end of August, I'm very thankful for that yeah. sack. Sure, go. woke you up a so, little bit. Yep. Got to learn from it. Yeah. Yep. Hail Mary, lofty goal. I know you're three years in, but yeah, you got to have something out there. I would say um, continuing to replicate. Uh, AMG or myself um, as we grow. So the the lofty goal is that I am less of this face mm -hmm. and I am more directing faces mm -hmm. um, or doing a better job of directing the faces I have. I've got this team sure. of two and really I just need to develop them more. Sure. Uh, that's my lofty goal. I don't slow down well enough to do that. Gotcha. Awesome. No, thanks. Yeah, my dad always says the best leaders are the ones that continually look to replace themselves so they can focus their energy elsewhere. So uh, best of luck on yep. that moving forward. Sounds like you've already got a good start with it. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate all that insight, mm -hmm. but uh, it's time to chop it up. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, the Chiefs moved to 4-1 and one again after a tough loss to the Raiders on Sunday. I mean, I think it just looked like the Raiders wanted it more than we did. Yeah. Um, but, Jared, we always give the guests the first take on this show every week. Uh, so with that, the time's yours. The stock answer is easy. It's the NFL. Anyone can win any Sunday. Mm -hmm. But the sure. truth is, and, and, and trust me, it pains me to say this, but the more I watched it, and I rewatch it because I rewatch games. Um, the Raiders, John Gruden is, gets the job because he got the job. Derek Carr, like they're still the top thirty-two to ever be at their spots, right? Right. Like yeah. at that moment, and they're really good. And and the Raiders schemed us really well. Derek yes. Carr made a million uh, calls at the line. You could mm -hmm. see it. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo had said uh, the week before that you know they do a good job of making you tip your hand, and they did. Yeah. They made us tip our hand, and they did some stuff. And it was really fun to watch. Like mm -hmm. the, the chess match of football oh, yeah. sure. is really fun. And uh, so it was a butt whooping where I was like, oh, that's pretty impressive. Like, right. like you're getting your butt whooped, but you're like, <laughs> that's pretty cool that you did that. Um, and so, you know, yeah, we didn't catch some breaks. Mm -hmm. um, and really, we've been catching breaks. Mm -hmm. It's not like we've I been agree. dominating the previous few weeks. Yeah. Correct. We were catching the right breaks. So we didn't catch the right breaks. And an NFL team did what an NFL team's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, it happens. I, I heard something. Somebody goes, John Gruden andied or readed Spags. Yeah. He yeah. just looked at the schemes. He brought out packages mm -hmm. that, you know, 
had a one high safety, right? Where mm-hmm. we got beat deep by Renfro once. We got beat deep Ruggs. by Nelson Ruggs, mm-hmm. Nelson Aguilar. Yep. Yep. Come on. Come on. What are we doing? So Tyler yeah, Matthew. I think what, like five plays over 40 yards? Yeah, yeah like that. exactly. Yeah. Yep, 40 plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess that gets us into our first headline of the week the, def- the defensive woes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just very evident. Um, mm-hmm. 40 points, 490 yards allowed after a week where we were just bragging on the defense. Like it was going to be, you know, top five in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, we only had one sack all game. The defensive line just didn't show out like they typically do. Um, yeah, I mean, just not a good showing. Well, and then the penalties, right? We beat ourselves with Osimile. Uh, before he got injured, he had a holding call right. on a Tyreek Hill touchdown what a pass. pass though. Yeah, oh it was my a gosh. beautiful pass, yeah. and it's like, what could have been, you know? Uh, Schwartz, I'm always going to say the wrong one, the one who's uh, an uh, announcer now or an analyst. Uh, yes. But he had a really cool piece. I couldn't put it to words. Amazing when guys who are way better at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had a really cool thing yesterday um, about – the combination of protection problems that, mm. that yeah, our O line doesn't protect sometimes, mm-hmm. but Patrick Mahomes is constantly moving the pocket mm-hmm. and how impossible it would be to protect. Mm. And it's like you're never going to turn around and tell the guy who creates, don't do that. Yeah. Right. But you don't ever know where he is, and he so you know, pocket, and it's right? and it's a really you know, God, what a what a hard job. I mean, and these guys are doing it at a, at a rate and a oh, pace. Yeah. yeah. I just I love to marvel at what they're doing because yeah. they're doing something ridiculous. Yeah, the, I mean, the line with now with Osemele out for the rest of the season, having torn tendons in both of his knees, yeah, you know, heart goes out to time. him. But then also LDT out with, uh, you know, fighting COVID in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really starting to show that line isn't as strong as it was last mm-hmm. year. Um, hopefully, Rummers can step up in their absence and, and do some damage. But, uh, you know, we'll see moving forward. Um, Continue hats off to Veach. Like, like I have a lot of, of love affairs with the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, Veach is pretty awesome. The, the stuff that... Yeah. The people that we pull up and how we pull people up is uh um it's it's super exciting that's mm-hmm. what makes me feel like we can do it for a right. long time not yep. to mention he's a cap wizard right mm-hmm. yeah he's so fun <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, this is coming from the dude who famously was very sad that we drafted patrick mahomes and i wanted deshaun watson <laughs> and i'm so glad how wrong i was yeah. <laughs> there's a video of me sad drinking and saying it feels like todd black <laughs> oh. anytime patrick mahomes makes oh, a play no. it gets sent to me yeah. but you know what oh, it's you cool I, I love being that wrong right yeah. well, it's it. a good thing to eat your words after that right yeah. my gosh uh well that loss snapped our franchise record yeah. 13 straight uh game winning streak mm-hmm. um mahomes is now 13 and 2 against the afc west on the bright side you know um, I, I think that dominance will continue. They just caught us on an off day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time in uh, an NFL record 40 starts to his uh, career to lose by more than seven points as well. Um, another cool set that I found, Travis Kelsey, for as much crap as he gets for not being a blocking tight end, is now pro football focuses top-rated blocking tight end this year. Take that, Kittle. Yeah, and he's also <laughs> now the Chiefs' leading or second-leading uh, receiver uh, in receptions um, in, in Chiefs history. So, um, And then the other thing is that I want to bring up, uh, the season isn't won after Game 5, and I know BJ uh, has emphasized that a couple of times. I've seen that on Twitter. But uh, uh, the Chiefs started 4-0 last year as well, lost in Week 5 to the Colts, and then they also lost in Week 6 to the Texans. Uh, so we'll get into our uh, our yeah. Bills preview here. I'm kind of worried about this game too. Uh, but again, it's not decided in week five or week six. So yeah. um, hopefully we can, uh, you know, turn things around. But it's it's on to Buffalo. Injuries, right? So we got out uh, with just two, uh, similarly, which we've discussed, and then Watkins, the ham- hamstring. So mm-hmm. probably two, three weeks on that, I would think. Yeah. So Demarcus That's what Robinson he was last, week, last year was two, three weeks. So yeah, exactly. Gosh, if he could get a full year healthy, what he yeah. could do. But we need Demarcus Robinson, Nicole Hardman. 
it's going to be their time right. to shine. So we'll talk a little bit more moving forward. Yeah. But, um, but Jared, we know that you're a big old fantasy guru, guru just like <laughs> us. Uh, so definitely wanted to spend some time on this segment and kind of talking to you about um, uh, you're in three leagues, two mm-hmm. dynasty leagues and one regular. Um, how are your teams doing this year? And uh, what do you like in week six? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in good shape in all three uh, leagues. I'm very much looking like a strong playoff contention, top third, you know, top three in on all my leagues at the moment. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, first of all, I, I love just being around people, and dynasty is just a reason, or any league is just a reason to talk crap on your friends and family. And so right. I have two dynasty leagues with one with college buddies, one with neighborhood buddies, and then I have um, a fantasy league with my family. And it's set up by my son, and the winner just gets to take him to dinner. And so, uh, but that's my family talking trash. And uh, I love it. Uh, And it's an excuse to exchange. Um, But teams are doing well. Um, Dynasty, you get a little nerdy. You know, I got like a proud Papa Bear moment on one team because I drafted a bunch of guys a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And the other one, I've got to decide if I'm going to. If I'm going to continue to play them or if I'm going to start trading them <laughs> off and selling them off because yeah. I'm tired of not getting over the hump. So Sure. Do you have any players that you recommend starting or sitting off the top? Um, so I'm a huge coordinator matchup um, okay. person. Uh, right. So I love, uh, you know, for example, I love Bruce Arians. And mm-hmm. so when Tom Brady came to Bruce Arians, I was a little confused because Tom Brady's old needs to be protected a little mm. bit. And Bruce Arians kind of famous wow. for getting quarterbacks destroyed with the seven-step drop. Yeah. Um, and I love him That's for true. it. Uh, and so I've been anxious to see how that works out, but it's working. Um, right now, like next week, uh, David Montgomery. So I love David Montgomery. Um, okay. I love any running back in any Andy Reid coaching tree. Yep. You know, So you got Miles Sanders, Saunders, yep. you got David Montgomery. And then this week he's playing Carolina. They're the worst defense, yeah. uh, rush defense. So yeah. David Montgomery all day. And then the weird sit, I would say, and I'm struggling with it right now because sure. next week, the Seahawks aren't playing, and who else isn't playing? Saints, uh, the Raiders, Chargers, yeah. yeah and Raiders. so that yep. I mean, I've got a ton of Seahawks and Raiders. You know, DK and Russell mm-hmm. and all that, and all these leagues. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Kareem Hunt, um, as good, you know, with Chubb out, uh, Kareem Hunt. But Pittsburgh's run defense yeah. is good. That's a good point. And their pass offense looks good, and Cleveland's pass offense is bad. And so mm-hmm. that does not sound like Cleveland's going to be running the ball much. Right. Yeah. Sounds like Cleveland's going to be paying catch up. So yeah, we're going to find out a lot about the Browns. I don't really think well. they're as good as uh, <laughs> everyone else does, but uh, yeah, we'll find out. I yeah, think what about you guys? Real deal. All right. So after last night, start every single Chargers receiver known to man. So <laughs> Justin Herbert is a beast. I had mm. Keenan Allen. Luckily, I have Mike Williams on the bench, so I so will I. definitely be starting him uh, next week, depending on the injury, and, and maybe start both. Who knows? After last night, so um, that's going to be my start, I believe. Williams ended up grabbing 27.9 points from the bench. Yep, on my bench, too. Uh, 109 yards, two touchdowns after Keenan already had 11 uh, points with the touchdown and a few receptions. So definitely start any Chargers receivers moving forward. Um, I'm also going to go with Michael Gallup. He hasn't appeared this year at all. Rest in peace, you know, not rest in peace, Dak, but your, your ankle. I know the tweets are going out. Everybody's saying, oh, he's he's done for good. Can he come back? Well, oh, come back. he will. If Alex Smith can make it back, but I think Dak can make it back. Andy Dalton, Red Rocket, came in, and he threw a 19-yard pass and a 38-yard pass to help set up a game-winning field goal to Michael Gallup. So he's going to go back through the progressions. I think Gallup will reemerge in this offense since he's been forgotten about from CeeDee Lamb. Start him this week. I do believe he will score some points. Um, sit all Ravens running backs. 
<laughs> they don't know who they are. Unfortunately, yeah. with Lamar Jackson taking a lot of the runs um, himself, with J.K. Dobbins sharing with Ingram, I don't believe anybody scored more than 10 points the last couple weeks. And then the highest scoring running back from their team was Ingram, which you wouldn't expect, at 15. And he hasn't reproduced, and, and Dobbins has not got back to that yeah, level either. And he had a couple touchdowns that week. Yeah, exactly. And then, go ahead. Yeah, no, it feels very New England. Now, New England, someone goes off. Yes. You never know who. Yes. With the Ravens, it's just spread out. Yeah. I, so. I completely agree. And then quick plug and play. If this has happened to you, if you didn't create a second tight end on your bench, I have Darren Waller. He's out this week. Eric Ebron's available, I think, in 30. He's only rostered in 37% of leagues. So you can grab Ebron. He's being looked at a lot by Big Ben. Could be a good plug and play for the week. Yeah. Uh, speaking of waiver wire additions, um, a quarterback that I had on my watch list a couple weeks ago, Justin Herbert, he's been going off. So if you if you get a chance to pick him up, I would definitely um, stash him or even start him. I mean, he's been playing well. Um, so, yeah, again, he had four t- touchdowns against the Saints. Uh, and then Alex Alexander Madison uh, for the, the Vikings, if he's still on your waiver wire, go ahead and pick him up as well. If Dalvin Cook misses any time, he's going to be a must start. I mean, he just – I forget who they were playing, but he was just running all over – um, whoever they were playing, I can't remember off the top of my head now. The, uh, no, there was the Seahawks. Um, yeah, in that mo- in that Sunday night game, yeah, he just came in and he was a beast. Um, and then uh, Chase Claypool, uh, mm-hmm. I went I went and looked last night. He was available in all four of my leagues, so uh, he went off for 110 yards and three touchdowns for the Steelers, uh, who are playing the Browns next week. So uh, it could be a good matchup there as well. Uh, I, I'm the commissioner in my family league, and. Uh, <laughs> And in the second quarter of this Pittsburgh game, I got a waiver wire request <laughs> from my son for Chase Claypool. <laughs> and I was like, can't Smart do it game, buddy. Yeah. How hard you son again? Uh, nine. Nine, that's nine. amazing. I was like, uh, Buzz, I was like, no, I can't do that right now. <laughs> um, well, yeah, let's look ahead to week six against the Bills. Um, I mean, the 2020 schedule has been pretty chaotic so mm-hmm. far. Uh, but it actually seems like the Chiefs have been benefiting from this, getting an extra... Uh, primetime game as well and you know we were supposed to play originally three games in 10 days uh, but now it looks like the Bills are going to be the one playing on the short schedule uh, and you're just anytime you give Andy Reid a couple extra days to prepare to um, it. yeah it's always always a good take so uh, Jared what are your thoughts um, first take of this game so uh, it was funny because in preparing for you guys I was listening to other guys and um, listened to Josh talk about he loves the Patriots he loved the Patriots um, I quietly where he likes to watch greatness I like to watch like really cool guys who are changing culture and doing mm-hmm. stuff. And so yeah. I've been a McDermott fan. Yeah. And Josh Allen, actually, I coached a kid who was an O-lineman for Josh Allen, and we went to watch him, and we would watch college film, and we were all watching Josh. And we were like, this kid's ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so then when he hits when he hits the draft and everyone sees, it's like, so I've been quietly been a Josh Allen. So when they, when they got mm-hmm. matched up, the Bills have been my second-place team. So this yeah. is a, this sure. is fun for me to, to watch. Um, Josh Allen's ridiculous, and yeah. he, he's a lot of fun. And uh, if you watch Gridiron Heights, they make fun of him so yeah. hard, and I love it because he's <laughs> because he, he doesn't know what he's doing, yet it works out, and yeah, right. uh, yeah. that's so fun to watch. Um, yeah. I think you're going to see us um, come back to life a lot in a lot of ways, and not because we've done that bad, but I just think it's motivation. when you when, At home, when you lose like that, um, and really nothing really goes your way, I think – um, and they were already a focused team. I don't think the Chiefs were unfocused. I just think it's the NFL. Right. But uh, the parody. Right? I would not want to play the Chiefs after that loss. Sure. Right. So that's my, you know, so as much as I like the Bills, I feel bad for them in the matchup. Short week. Yep. 
coming up against us after that loss. Yeah, I think the first thing I said after we, we started to lose that game was like, at least this whole BS undefeated narrative goes away so we can just focus on one game at a time moving yeah. forward. Um, I just can't stand the undefeated narrative. I think it's dumb. I don't think any team's going to do it. I mean, if any team had a chance to do it, I think it was us. But sure. again, focus on one game at a time and just get those BS storylines out of the window. So, yeah. Go ahead and take a half day off on Monday as well. Oh, yeah. We're starting at 4 p.m. football on Monday. It's a doubleheader, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah, uh, I actually need to check my calendar. So. Yeah. <laughs> Don't oh, schedule dang. any meetings <laughs> like today. No yeah. coffees, no nothing. So uh, it'll be exciting. But yeah. as far as keys to victory, I like to you know focus on three each week. Um, you know, We have to eliminate big plays, number one. Derek Carr, we mentioned earlier, he hit four 40-plus yard uh, passes. He hit six over 20. Yeah. That's six too many. I mean, we haven't had a team really beat us deep like that at all this year, and last year not very often either. So eliminate the big plays on defense. That's probably some simple fixes, I would hope, in the film room. You got Maybe a big not. arm and you got speed in the Bills. Yep. That's true. You've got, <laughs> I mean, true. You've got two great receivers yeah. and a big arm. So it'll be fun to see. <laughs> got to eliminate those. We got to figure out a way to do it, yeah. and so that's key number one. Number two, O line consistency. Assembly being out, I think Remmers came in. So getting those guys to gel quickly, I think the chemistry is already there. So that shouldn't be an issue. We talked about Pat climbing the pocket with that O line, and then no holding. So those are going to be all along the O line uh, as well as the quarterback. So make sure that's going to be your key to victory number two, and then third, prepare and execute with this extra time we have. Take advantage of it. You know, you've already hit on that point, and I'm just going to drive it home. Mm -hmm. Andy Reid will get these guys ready. Yeah. And I do believe the first 10, 15 scripted plays are going to look phenomenal. And then from defense uh, perspective, you're going to have Spags dial them up, uh, yeah. getting after the quarterback. There's no one scarier with extra time than Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, I think to me, the way the defense played, this is shaping up to be – in my opinion, the Rams-Chiefs game from 2018. Ooh, all right. I, I, I could see this I like being a shootout. I because like Josh Allen, he's got uh, 1,300 yards. He's on pace for 5,300 yards and 48 mm -hmm. touchdowns this mm -hmm. year. Uh, sounds a lot like Patrick Mahomes in 2018 to me. Mm -hmm. um, he's got 12 touchdowns, one interception. So, we'll, I mean, we'll see. Uh, he's got to play the Titans tonight. We'll, so, we'll see, you know, how the storylines change. But if mm -hmm. he comes out and he handles that D well, uh, Watch out, because I think this could be a big shootout. Uh, but, uh, Jared, what are your offensive and defensive players to watch for this game? Um, I'll go defensive first, and he's my love affair since the minute we picked him up, and it's Frank Clark. Love um, it. So I love Frank Clark um, because he is a crazed human being. Oh, yeah. He is a technical genius. Like, I mean, seriously. And then he is a great teammate. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's a lot. Like, my son likes to yell at the screen, and lots of times mm -hmm. he'll yell at Frank when Frank's on the edge, and then Frank jumps inside, and it's mm -hmm. like, like there's lots of times that he's not chasing statistics and he's right. doing his job right. in, in a ridiculous way that the previous 5-5 five five drove me nuts. Um, from the minute yeah. we, mm -hmm. it, it, no one drew my ire more from the minute he was drafted <laughs> until he left the mm -hmm. D Ford. Yep. So I love Frank Clark with all of my heart. There's no one, there's no adult man that I would want to find in this world and give a hug and tell how much I love you. Um, I love Frank Clark. He has some phenomenal um, quotes too. Right? Oh, oh God, yeah. I love him. And, and to be honest, I saw this artwork that I bought for my. I got a new man cave. That yeah, uh, it's um, it's Frank Clark. It's some artwork, and then it's yeah. it's Travis Kelsey's um, Super Bowl parade speech. Yeah, my dog five five, Mister Never Offside, <laughs> yeah, Frank Clark, that. and it's it's drawn in like graffiti behind him. Oh, like, yes, because awesome. he is. I gotta he, see that. he is my dog five. Like I love that guy so yeah. much. Agreed. Um, so I'll always watch him, and I think he is the he's you know. The defensive line, um, 
for whatever reason, we didn't see a lot of him. I mean, I, I really basically stare at him yeah. mm-hmm. uh, every play because I love to watch him. Um, and then offensively, um, I think it's going to be that second wide receiver spot. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the Meikle, the DeMarcus, the mm-hmm. Byron Pringle. It's mm-hmm. going to be any of those yeah. guys. Um, and, and really, they're going to get schemed into some some fun stuff. Sure. Um, you know, uh, not too worried about it. But yeah. it, it, what I want to see is who. So I guess sure. my is which receiver takes the Sammy spot because Sammy's the the chain mover. I yeah. mean, you yeah. know, along with along receiver, with Kelsey, yeah. Sammy's yeah. Sammy's great, and I, he he gets a lot of he gets a lot of hate from people who don't yeah. who see his contract and don't see. So it's like. Sammy's very yeah, critical, correct. and we felt that when he, when he was oh, yeah. No, I agree. And this is going to be a little cliche, but showtime in showtime. So MAF, Monday afternoon football. You're going to get him. <laughs> you're going to get him coming back. I want to see another. Oh, yeah, yeah. you ranked me uh, four touchdowns. No, wait, you ranked me fourth in the yeah, top 100. Not, not fourth down. Exactly. Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. So he's going to come alive. He's going to do what needs to be done and, and get back to the, the pat we know and love. And, and so I'm excited to watch him on offense. Defense, Chris Jones. You know, Frank Clark's duo, his tag team, his, his buddy. Um, he tweeted out that, you know, he's going to be better and he will make this defense better next week. So uh, you'll be watching Frank Clark. I'll be watching Chris Jones. Yeah. And for me, um, I had McCall Harmon uh, in the absence of Sammy Watkins. You know, he's been getting – someone tweeted out not too long ago, or I think it was last week, about him being the next D. Anthony Thomas for us, a gadget player, a special teams guy. And I don't think you're really going to see uh, his impact uh, with Sammy in front of him until, you know, we end up moving on from him. Uh, but, I mean, this is his chance to step up and show us what he can really do and whether or not he's going to be a staple of our offense moving forward. I still believe in him wholeheartedly. Absolutely. I think he's an amazing receiver. Uh, but he's been getting a lot of hate, so I think this could be a coming-out game for McCall. Yep. Uh, and, again, if he's available on any fantasy wires, pick him up. Uh, and then for defense, for me, it's Honey Badger. It's Siren Matthew. Um, you know, I, there was one tackle that he was kind of, like, backing off of, and it was on that running when they got a first down. I forget who it, um, I think it was Josh Jacobs running the ball. But I just didn't really see the intensity as much. Like, And if he was pissed off after week one and week two and week three about how they were playing and they were still holding teams to, what, 12 points a game – I wonder how pissed off he is after that show because yeah. it was pretty poor. And so he's got to bring the intensity as the leader of the D along with Frank Clark. Um, so I, I really hope he steps up um, in week six. So, um, Jared, uh, let's get into score predictions. What are you thinking? Um, I'm, I'm going to go kind of your style, but I think our defense steps up too. Um, I think it's 40-24. Uh, I okay. think you're going to see us hang a lot because that's one thing you haven't seen us do. Mm-hmm. Really all we have – in unique ways, but where we just come out and shell like we did for a half against the Ravens. Yeah, sure. Um, I think we come out and shell them. Um, as much as I'm enjoying McDermott, yeah. um, I think we come out and shell them. So 40-24. All right. Luke, what are you thinking? We're going to get over 30 points, 34 uh, to 28. We'll be a shootout. I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. Maybe a Pat Mahomes two-minute drill at the end, but it's going to be a close one. Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 41-34, uh, kind of in line with the shootout as well. Um, I don't know if the defense turns it around against this offense, um, but I think you know it'll be a good smack in the mouth again. Um, again, last last year we lost to the Texans at home um, in, in Week Six, so you know the games aren't the season isn't won in early in the season. But again, I would rather the defense get exposed early on so we can learn from it and adjust moving forward like we did last year. Yep. Um, so again, I think this will be another big game. Uh, there's no line out for the game right now. We're recording this on Tuesday, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. But I'm assuming the Chiefs might be just uh, like maybe three-point favorites. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah. And then uh, so we'll see how that goes. But overall on the season, 
I don't know if we're very good at uh, predicting these scores, <laughs> but uh, Lucas, you were plus 29 last week, uh, yeah. plus 85 overall. I was plus 22, plus 89 overall. And the, the women killed it last week. Uh, they were plus 22 overall. And then the guests on a whole are uh, leading the pack with 72 points. So, we still need to come um, up with the last place bet on this. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll uh, figure that out. We, <laughs> we need to set a time to do that because yes, we need to do that. But uh, that does it for week six, uh, Talk and Shop. Yeah. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Music, make sure to follow along all season uh, as we have some of Kansas City's top leaders like Jared um, and personalities as well joining us every week. Uh, Jared, thank you so much for being Thanks, with Jared. us. It was a blast. Week. Appreciate yeah, it. Always a good time. Um, but yeah, we'll catch y'all next week. And as always, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs.